On this edition of the Off Course Agility Podcast, I'll be talking about the third day, Saturday, of NADAC 2021 Championships. So by now, everybody is kind of got the hang of it. Everything's running pretty well. So going along with my description from uh, day two, where uh, a group forms and then there's a bit of storming, which would have been day one, and then normalization on day two. By day three, things are performing pretty well. The dogs are doing pretty well. Of course, that's variable with each and every handler. People are in their grooves. They're set up in their stalls. Uh, everything's going pretty well. So I'm going to talk a little bit. I, I did a few things today myself just as an observer. Just mention that, and then I'll just mention the course, a little bit about the courses today. So I walked through all the stalls today, uh, partly because I was trying to... Uh, I thought I might try to sell some of my magnets as I walked through, but also I don't know if uh, in pa- in the past I've walked through all the stall area and taken a, a look at all the decorations. And I'd say maybe 25 uh, to a third of the uh, stalls are somewhat, um, I would say, decorated more than others. Uh, and then maybe 50% just have a little sign with maybe the names of the dog that the dog and the people that are in the stall. Uh, but there were some big groups uh, and with COVID, it's just not, and everybody being masked, it's just not that easy to like go up and ask people about their decorations and stuff. So maybe in the future, uh, if I am still doing agility and still come to the championships, uh, that might be something that can, I can do. But this time, it's just too difficult to try to go up to talk to people when they're all masked and, and get and record them for the podcast. But in the stall area, there were some uh, big groups. Uh, one uh, group that always does it up with purple is uh, the Circle of Friends. I noticed that group had a number of stalls that had, had like, you know, essentially an aisle area of uh, the stalls. And they were all decorated up and they had uh, they had some beverages out for people to share. And uh, another big group was, uh, I noticed there were a number of people from Texas uh, that they had uh, an area that where they were grouped together. Uh, there was a Team New England area, so there were a lot of people from New England that were grouped together in the stalls in a certain row. And there was a Team, uh, team New York area, uh, there was a bunch of people in the New York area that were grouped together. And then there was just some separate stalls that I didn't, weren't really labeled, uh, labeled rather, but were really decorated. There was one uh, stall I walked by and nobody was there, so I don't know who it was, but they had purple lights draped all on the outside. And in the inside, they also had purple lights draped in. So it was like this kind of calm rule stall of purpleness. Uh, it, was, uh, it was quite pleasant to see. The other thing I did, uh, I, walked, um, I walked through 
the raffle basket again today and got rid of the rest the pretty much the last of my raffle tickets went into all the bags for the different state raffles and at this point now at the end of saturday some of the bags uh, are getting really high with the raffle tickets um, and and my sister's going to chime in i saw them take some of the tickets like out of a bag because it was so full and put a new bag so some of the ones that were exceptionally full right we put a new bag yes okay yeah so uh, i'll be curious how that process works i think that'll happen tomorrow where they draw not that they took them away for, no they just put them aside yeah yes, and they I, yeah, I i noticed out. on I, I noticed that one basket where there had been one bag there there was now two bags right. because it was getting so full and i'll mention i'll just say the people from georgia they did a very easy thing they have i'll call it like a money tree they have a little tree with a bunch of gift cards on it and they have a little sign saying it's like five hundred dollars worth of value and there are a lot of tickets in that one and then some of the other baskets are quite large and some of those also have a lot a lot of uh, tickets our off course agility new jersey basket number two uh it has some it's probably a good one for people to, 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 to your odds of winning that are a little better if you put a ticket in there but it's certainly got a lot of tickets i looked at it uh and the other new jersey uh probably has a few more in it uh that, so but you kind of you can kind of do that you can kind of look in the brown paper bag and see how many tickets are there and get an idea of uh, what your odds might be if you drop it in uh to win and uh, the odds of winning, who knows? Because there's so many tickets. And then tomorrow, there's probably going to be a bunch of people have the philosophy to dro drop them in right before the drawing, thinking that that would be their lucky thing to do. Where I kind of have been going through and put a layer in, put another layer in, uh, and evenly disperse it. But who knows how, what, how that works. They put it in a tumbler, shake it up. I don't know what they do. Maybe I'll try to observe that uh, tomorrow. So that's the, the I'd walk through the stalls. Uh, the raffle baskets are uh, looking mighty fine. And there's a lot of tickets and a lot of those bags. There's a lot of popular and great things that you can win. The other thing I decided to do, I did walk out to the side runs today. And... Um, it was at the set, it was in the afternoon and they were running chances and the stakes class was still running inside so it was pretty quiet out there so i decided to take my dog trace over there and i i i gave him two runs but they pretty much went in the disaster which i somewhat expected cuz i hadn't mentioned the side runs in, in Oh, I'm going to mention this too. On this podcast, I'm also putting the link to a video I made of a tour of the complex. And in there, I show the side run area. So the side run area is is an open pavilion uh, horse ring with like, uh, I'll call it split rail. It's not, it's, it's, it's a plastic fence, but there's wide gaps in it. And they're using about a third of maybe the horse ring under this pavilion uh for the ring and uh 
I took my dog Trace over there. And the first time I, I took him off leash, she just did a giant zoomy all around the ring. But I got him back. I got him leashed, which is the other concern. I was like, with this all this openness and open space out yonder, I was worried if he might uh, come back. So that was a good thing. I, he did. He didn't run off. He stayed with. He stayed in the ring, kinda, and he came back to me. So I gave it a minute or two. Gave him a few treats. I worked him. Tried to get his focus back on me. We went back in for another try because you could do double run, and. Uh, I took off the leash. This time he actually held his stay pretty good. But when I started to indicate, and I had not really released him, he went right up the A-frame through the first hoop, which this was chances, and it was not, that was not what you were supposed to do. There was a tunnel to the right of the A-frame, which you were supposed to take, and then take you out. So I got him off the, I mean, I'm get, trying to get my $12 worth of the run. I get him off the A-frame, I put him back in the tunnel, and then he goes out, and he does part of the chances course, but then he notices this big openness, and out, halfway out yonder, I'd say, there's some insulation that's fallen from the uh, top of the roof, and Trace goes beelining over to check out what that is out in the great wide open. So anyway, I got him back again, and that was it. <laughs> Not necessarily a success. But fun. It gave him a, a little bit of time to stretch his legs from being in the stall. So then I'll, I'll comment a little bit just briefly on the the uh, what I observed uh, as to the courses. This morning, uh, in the in the morning run, which is round five, uh, the course was, and I'm once again, I'm only talking about the elite course. Uh, and the maps are on the online uh, NADAC championship site, if any of you want to check it out. It had a very, uh, th there was a distance line, and it was a very kind of, I'd say, intense uh, serpentine that you had to do from behind the uh, distance line. And that kind of went through the center of the ring. Uh, so that's what I kind of remembered as to what that course was. And uh, a lot of the dogs uh, did well on it, and some had some issues. But because uh, it, it was there was a lot of obstacles in there, and you had to pick your pick your way through this serpentine on, in it. And uh, you know the, the courses are challenging. I mean, it's championships. So then in the afternoon, the course, and now this is round six the final round that counts towards your placements uh, going into finals, which will be on the Sunday. Uh, and they, NADAC often makes that final course, they call it a speed run. And this course, and once again, I'm talking about the elite course, but actually it was the same, the exact same course for pre-elite too. And uh, it also, you could say had a weaver's theme because you did one set of six weave poles three times so you kind of uh, went through the weave poles uh, you I think you circled around and I think you came over an a-frame and came back to the uh, weave poles I'm trying to remember now what you did 
my sister's not helping me, but that's all right. Uh, and you went through the weave poles, and then you 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 did. Tunnel. Yeah, and then and then you went from the second time through the weeds, which you were heading kind of back toward the start. You went back into the center of the ring, and there was a serpentine out there, which then kind of turned you back around. You came through those six weave poles, which were set on the right, well, no, the left side of the course. You went through them that final time, and you went. And now this was the real speed part of the course. You made essentially a outer loop of the course, of, you know, outside of the ring to, to get out. And you went, once you got out of that weave pole, you went through a hoop to the A-frame to a hoop. Oh, no, wait a minute. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, no, you, you came out of those poles, you went to a hoop, you went to an A-frame, you went to a hoop, I think. And then you went to the dog walk. And then you had a tunnel that exited you out. So there was this big sweeping uh, run on the outside. And it was kind of speedy because the day did end uh, today. And the other thing that happens, uh, some dogs do drop out. Uh, why? I, yeah, I don't understand, but there were less well, dogs. Could be health. Could be health. Could be the dog came. I, who knows? Who knows? But, Maybe yeah. a dog came in the heat. Who knows? Who knows yeah. why? Um, but today there was a little bit less uh, in the number of elite dogs. Uh, not by much. Not by much. But anyway, the day did end by, I'd say, 5.30. So that speed run different also helped to end the day. And like I said, everybody's gotten the hang of it. And uh, Chris only made very minor uh, announcements, uh, you know, just on over the PA uh, between the two uh, courses, the morning course and the afternoon course. And uh, then that ended it. The only thing I'm going to say, though, real briefly <laughs> about, uh, and I'm no expert on surface, but it did seem that by the end of today, and I had noticed this in the pre-trial day, I think it was especially on uh, the day two, and the, maybe the day one too, where they were running touch and go. Uh, by the end of the day, there were real grooves into the path of the touch and go course that was the pre-trial day. And I had noticed that, and I thought, well, it champs that they'll they'll be sure to rake things up more. And but I had also noticed that the the, the surface was kind of sandyish, I would call it powdery, powdery and maybe powdery, I guess would be the best description. And so by the end of the day, uh, in the speed round and the elite run. I kind of noticed it looked like there were some ruts in the course, which I didn't really see them raking. And it was very powdery, especially in the weave poles. And so there were real kind of gullies along that uh, weave pole area, and it was very powdery. And I'll just say that we think that may have affected Belle the Beagle. Cause I'm she, pretty sure it, it did. She didn't it, do well in that course because she got into, and Beagles will do this. She And I didn't know it from the side of the ring. I didn't know what was going on with Belle. No, but she, she was swallowed, doing a... She swallowed some dust. She was doing like the Beagle reverse sneeze. But uh, amazingly, Leanne was able to actually 
<laughs> continue on the course with her after a oh, little bit. I knew what was going on. I knew she was okay. And it, you know, as soon as I got her back to the stall after we got out and she got some water, she was perfectly fine. I knew what was going on. Was, uh, you know, right. Yeah. Some other people might not have known what was going on, but I know right. my it dog, looked, it and looked I knew weird. she was fine. Yeah, because even I, no, no one, but I it, didn't realize what I was just, going on. It was very unfortunate that she yeah. swallowed up a, a pile of dust from the weave poles. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, later on when I was working, I saw other dog, some other small dogs. I saw another small dog sneeze in the same spot, and two other small dogs give off a cough in the same area. So yeah. it was by the end of the day, it was, it wasn't, it was dusty there, and these little dogs. Right. You know, it just it was just sad to me that it affected. Though I'm not competitive or anything, it just was a little sad for me. Right. As Disappointing. My last run. Right. Well, you'll sad, have your you know. challengers run tomorrow, maybe. It, it is the, what it is. Yeah. You know, it just, it it just, yeah. I, right. It's. it's we're, we had a good time and, and the rest of the time. And the weather uh, today was, outside, was on really on the warm side. And when you were sitting in the bleachers, it was really warm. I don't know how warm it was on the course there toward the end of the day. There are big fans. Of, you know, there's three big fans in the arena that are going. And they're very quiet. They're those really large, just air movement type fans. So they do have that, at least circulating the air. And... Tonight, I went back to uh, get a picture at this picture spot with my dog. Um, with Because they have this nice picture spot for the NADAC uh, 21 uh, championships with some hay bales and a uh, backdrop behind it. And so we went back and we saw the, uh, the workers of the facility out there with the... I don't know what you call it, but they, there's like a water tanker that follows behind the, and they're churning up the dirt and the dirt looked, you know, wet. <laughs> yeah, it looked wet. So, but you know, by tomorrow at the end of the day, I don't know how well that will be. And I don't know what the formula formulation of the footing is that would need to be to hold that better. I'm not, as yeah, I said, I'm not no an ex, expert. not, not an expert on footing, but just, that's just my yeah. observation that it, it was, it was on the powdery side by the end of the day. So I am going to take a quick break and then I'm just going to come back and talk about tomorrow and when I may uh, release the pod, my next podcast, because uh, I need to think about that. So quick break. So... Sunday is the final day, and in general, what happens on Sunday, uh, and since we haven't had it yet, um, the day I believe tomorrow on Sunday, the fourth and final day of championships, it will start with the team event. Uh, so the, at championships, you can have three dogs and their scores add up, and that's their team score, but then they have a final it's kind of a fun thing at the end, and I guess that helps to determine who wins the different team events. I'm not real um, up on it, but uh, tomorrow hopefully I'll see a little bit of the teams. I'll have a better understanding, and I'll be able to share uh, as to what the teams are. And then there will be uh, the 
Challengers Run. Uh, the Challengers Run is for all the dogs that don't make finals. Uh, and some people participate in it and some people do not. Uh, they will they will have be allowed to have one last final. Uh, you can kind of think of it as a fun run, but it is a run where you can win another placement. And uh, I would imagine you can get another cue if you're clean and you run uh, under time. So uh, that's the challenger's run. And then the dogs that are... I'm not sure how it's working this time because I heard something. Chris made an announcement today. So it sounds like it's the top three dogs plus dogs that are within 30 points of that third dog. And also, I think if you were a regional winner with a uh, to get into championships, I think you have an automatic entry into finals. I think uh, I'll know more. I'll, the answers to all these questions I'll know more tomorrow. And then after they have the finals run, they do calculation. I don't know how much that is because a lot of this is happening in this app sheet thing. Uh, but they will have awards. Uh, and then the other thing that everybody has to do on Sunday, us included, is you have to take down all the stuff if you decorated your stall, which, you know, it's great to decorate, but then you have to take all that stuff down before you leave. So tomorrow on Sunday, we have to take all the stuff uh, out of the queue and take all the decorations down. So that's something we will be doing. And it's why I have a feeling tomorrow is going to be a very busy day for me, you know, I want to observe some of these things, like the teams and the challengers. I'll want to uh, get and watch uh, Belle the Beagle when she runs. Uh, I'll want to watch some of the finals, uh, finalists run, and we have to take out and clean the, the stall and get ready to leave. Uh, we're camping on site. We are not leaving on Sunday. We are going to leave on Monday morning. So we are going to overnight here on Sunday and then take off on Monday. And then we're doing the same thing. We're going to go halfway, well, sort of halfway. We're going to camp in Pennsylvania, and then we, we're going to get home on Tuesday. So uh, knowing that tomorrow is a very busy day, I do not think I'm going to be recording a podcast tomorrow night. So uh, most likely uh, the final podcast may release on Tuesday, and that will be about the day four here at uh, NADEC Championships 2021. So if you're here at Championships and you're running tomorrow in the Challengers or the Finals run, or you're at an actual trial somewhere this weekend, or you're doing videotaped runs, I wish you Happy trialing.